0: It's time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. And good morning, Jill. Good morning. We uh, heard from the Premier yesterday. He got a few questions and talked about the Special Advisor on Youth.
1: Yeah, he's appointed a Special Advisor on Youth. Uh, She's young, 33 years old. God, these people are getting younger every day, unlike me. I seem to be getting older every day. (laughs) But uh, Brittany Anderson, uh, newly elected NDP MLA for Nelson Creston. Premier says he's got seven millennials in his caucus, and she's the youngest of the bunch, 33. Um, or I have to think it's not entirely unconnected to the controversy over the Premier's uh, remarks uh, about. Young people, which were seen kind of unfair a couple of weeks ago. In fact, they had one of the jokes yesterday was, I hope she doesn't blow it. Mm-hmm. But you may remember that the, poli- the premier briefly seemed to be blaming everyone between the age of 20 and 39 for the spread of the pandemic. Uh, initially, he was unapologetic. About it and seem to be doubling down, but I would say the appointment of a special advisor on youth is a sign that the premier recognizes he has a bit of fence mending to do there uh, so what will she actually do as the advisor on youth? Well, premier says she 's going to be busy um <laughs> He said her responsibilities are ominous, and I you know, I don't know about that, but maybe that's a reference to the feedback he's been getting over his comments as well. But she's going to be on email, and she's going to be on text messaging, and she's going to be in touch with young people, and... She's then going to have input directly to the Premier about what they're saying, the issues that concern them, uh, the issues they're pressing. Uh, the government has also announced, and, and this has been in the works for a while, a $45 million leadership program, which is actually five different programs for skills training, for uh, summer employment, for um, internships, uh, diverse groups being recruited. So I think one of the first things she'll be doing is trying to get in contact with as many organizations out there and as many young people as possible to say, hey, you want to access these programs, they're there. Um, they're there for you, and you know you, if you don't apply you won't get one of the positions. but if you do you 've got a good shot at getting in
0: hmm. well I guess it's a good thing he's actually appointed a young person who uh, would probably know more about this rather than uh, in news conferences where he used to just call out to Seth Rogan and Ryan Reynolds and hope that they would connect with the young people
1: yeah i uh, i'm sure that's the case you know uh the uh, <laughs> the premier. Uh, is probably uh, not quite as adept on uh, on TikTok and Instagram and and all the other services that I've never even heard of uh, on the internet. He's probably more adept than I am, but uh, in any event, I expect uh, there'll be some of that as well. But no, it's yeah, it's a good move, and uh, the uh, the especially given the new Democrats' political base in the province you know we've we've seen that that younger voters um younger people are more attuned to Horgan's agenda than they are uh, to the federal conservatives or the uh, provincial BC liberals at least so far anyway so there's all the more reason for Horgan to be reaching out to those people on every kind of issue. So having a special advisor who's in charge of at least making contact and getting feedback back into the government is a good thing.
0: Uh, cabinet is meeting today. What do we expect to happen there?
1: Well Premier said yesterday, you know, he was asked for two or three two or three times about you know, whether we have enough restrictions and enough enforcement on the pandemic. And two or three times he said, well, you know, cabinet's meeting today and there's stuff on the table. So one of the things he said was they haven't ruled out further uh, or additional restrictions, including, he says it's still on the table travel restrictions so that was a hint that uh, there may be more coming I know uh, NW is reporting on the news that the um, the uh, restriction on restaurants and bars is going to be extended past the May uh, long weekend I, I think that's every reason to expect that i'll throw out a suggestion because it's a big issue here on the island which is um why doesn't the government connect up with bc ferries and say look uh, we're we're leaning on restaurants and other organizations in the province why doesn't bc ferries announce well in advance of the may long weekend that Unlike most long weekends, there won't be extra sailings on B.C. ferries. There will be regular sailings on B.C. ferries, and if you get stuck in the terminal, you're going to have to wait. Now, they would have to accommodate important shipments of goods back to the island because the island is very dependent on mainland supply lines. They'd have to accommodate people particularly from the island who for medical reasons go to the mainland, although not many do that on a long weekend, and they would have to deal with people who live on one side of the water and work on the other. But there are ways to do that through the reservation system and a pass system. And I think if the government were to announce that well in advance of the long weekend, it would discourage travel to the island, um, and travel from the island to the mainland for non essential reasons. So you know, the premier, as you know, has said a while ago, oh, there's nothing we can do about it, but there's plenty the government can do about it if it wants to do something about it. And I think the fact that the premier says they haven't ruled it out tells me, Jill, that the government's getting a lot of f- feedback on this thing. People are fed up and... They want the government to do something, so I think the time is ripe for stronger measures to discourage non-essential travel in British Columbia.
0: Uh, yeah, and you've mentioned this before, too. Even, I mean, hearing about extra sailings is a bit of a mixed message, and even if you knew, if you were heading out of town, if you knew there was going to be a checkpoint, not a fine, not a ticket, but if you knew there was going to be a checkpoint, you might not go. I agree. I
1: mean, it's been pointed out the the government does have checkpoints, in the interior to make sure that you know on your boat or your car you're not hauling around zebra mussels um they have they have checkpoints in the winter time on on highways to make sure you got snow tires so i don't see what's the difference of saying hey there will be random checkpoints on the very few highways that tourists use to get to the interior and that tourists use to get across Vancouver Island, just asking you where you're going and why, and are you aware that there's a, a, you know, a a guideline against non-essential travel. I think you're right, Jill. I think just the notice that that's going to happen would discourage a lot of idle um, uh, travel in the province, a lot of non-essential travel. If that word got out, I think um, the effect would be considerable.
0: Uh, We've only got a minute left, but did the Premier give a reason as to why he's not taking the AstraZeneca, that he's going to wait for his age cohort?
1: He said he's booked. To, he and his wife have both booked for their age cohort. premier turns sixty-two this year, so he's waiting for Pfizer or Moderna. But he said he has full faith in Astrazeneca, and if public health officials advise him that it would be a good idea for him to get Astrazeneca to send a message of safety to the public, he would be quite willing to do that. He's waiting basically, for word from Dr. Bonnie Henry. Uh, So it sounds to me like the Premier might well do a public vaccination of that just to send the message that it's safe. Uh, uh, And probably that'd be a good thing at this point, given some of the anxieties that are still out there about vaccines.
0: All right, Vaughn, we'll leave it there and talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That is Vaughn Palmer with the Vancouver Sun.